We're live. We're up. Oh, we're, we're on. Running. Okay. Oh, man. Talk about feeling rushed. Yeah, I mean, literally, we just threw the headphones on. Yeah. Yeah. I felt like I was, I felt like, like, I was being rushed into the studio and <laughs> felt important. And like three minutes to go, the countdown was, was on its way. And I'm like, oh, where are they at? Where are they at? And Forrest still isn't here, but no, Forrest isn't here. I've never even met Forrest. This would be the first day. You're going to meet him be, live on the I'm going to meet him live. I, I've seen him walk by at work. <laughs> he always looks mad. <laughs> I've told you that before. So I'm hoping I'm a, Dave, Dave swears he's not always mad. So no, I work find out. I work side by side with him. All oh, day. I'm going to be sitting right next to him. So I got to make sure he's, he's in a good mood. <laughs> but um, yeah, so here we are. Here we are. One week, one week ago. Yeah. Now, I, I was thinking about this. I said, just talked about all this stuff last week. What the hell are we going to talk about this week? I don't then, know. Then I thought to myself, we probably come up with a million things to talk about. We could talk about all kinds of things. I mean, when we got off the podcast last time, we found out Ford went on strike. Yeah. Yeah. Well, was, we found out it was literally, I was driving home and uh, we had just gotten word that while we were doing the podcast, Sean had a moment, our UAW, IUAW president, <laughs> he got really irritated and he sent out the largest Ford production plant, which is in Kentucky. Yeah. What, eight, eight, over 8,000 people, 9,000 like, people. I think it was like 8,600 or something 8,600 like people. Yeah. Uh, you know what was amazing about that? I, I, I don't know if people can wrap their head around this. That plant makes, this is, this is a fact. This is factual. You can look this up. Everybody, you can look this up. $48,000 in terms of net revenue a minute, mm -hmm. a minute. I keep looking at my phone because I thought for sure she was texting me. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, $48,000 a minute in net revenue. They're, they have thousands of workers there, or I don't know how many. It's over a thousand workers that don't even make thirty-seven thousand or thirty-eight thousand dollars a year, mm, that's and they're making forty-eight thousand dollars a minute. It's just so hard to wrap your head around, and that's not something that that I'm saying I'm upset about. You want your company <clears throat> to be viable. You want them to be, you know, you know, prosperous in, in what they're doing, right? But it, it just it, it's hard sometimes for everyone to try and understand. Um, it's hard to wrap your head around what's the problem when it comes to what is being asked of by the UAW in terms of making everybody whole after 16, 17 years now. And I, you know, I'm not saying that there's not, you know, some, some areas where we have to figure out how we're going to agree to disagree, or we're going to have to pick certain things and say, listen, this is going to be for another day. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just the way it is, but what do you think the biggest thing, biggest issue is right now? Well, we talked about last week, we talked about EV and, and AI yeah. uh, and, and not getting a clear picture and an understanding. I think because it's being rushed so much, and we talked a little bit about this last week, yep. they want by 2030, they want this to be fully implemented. Right. I mean, the infrastructure, how long is that going to take uh, to get everything in place in terms of an infrastructure that's going to be able to support? Yeah. What about the power grid? Yeah. Everything is going to be electric. Everything is going to be, they want gas gone. And I think it's absolutely absurd. I think it's absolutely absurd. It doesn't even make any sense. Um, the, 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 the unbelievable demand, not, not, not from our, the, from the consumer, the consumer has already said, we don't want this, but yet it's still going to be pressed and it's still going to be pushed 7%. What did I say last week? 7.2% of the vehicles on the road right now are all electric. Yeah. I, I don't, I mean, in all of a sudden you're going to make 90% of the population plus 
go all electric. You think you're just going to go ahead and do it. <laughs> or you're, and you're trying to literally force that on everybody. And I, I'm, I think it's absolutely ridiculous. I mean, it is. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, and we talked about it last week too, but like traveling long distances, like for you, something like that wouldn't even be um, really no. feasible. No. Hybrid would, would be very interesting for me. Yeah. Um, definitely, I, I like that technology. And so it should be, I thought with the consumer, I thought it was give them options and what they like is what you make. You know, right, right. We, we yeah. uh, the big three in the last decade plus has made a quarter of a trillion dollars in, in profit on doing what the consumer wants. But, you know, then again, there was that big push for, for trucks and SUVs and let's get rid of cars, you know. And How do you think that's working out for us? Well, right now with gas, it's not working out that well. Uh, it's really not. I mean, I went from, you know, I drive a GMC Sierra. I went from 48, like six years ago, $48 to 50, $52 to fill up my tank. 90, $92, $93. It's not going real well for me at all. You know, it's really not. It's it's absolutely ridiculous. That's why I got rid of my truck. Yeah. Couldn't afford to fill it up anymore. Yeah. And and so for, so for me with buying my, I, I leased my truck before lordstown closed so my driving distance was not tremendous you know it wasn't ridiculous then when we got moved up here i tried to get out of my lease early at one point couldn't do it so i had to buy my truck out of the lease mm. folks don't do that I, I i had to because i couldn't i couldn't trade it in early and were the I miles would, too high you know, the miles were going to go through the roof yeah i would have spent thousands of dollars uh when i turned that thing in it would have been Oof. a nightmare so I bought the truck and I ended up in a, in a seven year, a seven year agreement, purchasing agreement, paying about $45 a month more than I already was in the lease. Ugh. And I'm about halfway through that now, plus all the driving I'm doing. I'm thinking of my truck, if I can get it to stay with me, uh, it, my truck has knock on wood. It's been relatively fantastic for me. It really has. But I mean, you know, 300,000 miles, I'm hoping, and I'll be able to go ahead and turn it in. I don't know what they're going to give me for it. <laughs> About the time to retire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's, but, but if I can get that to happen, you know, and I, I don't know, 300,000 miles, you're asking for a lot. Uh, and I'm, I'm exaggerating a little bit, I hope. Um, but it's just, you know, I got caught, you know, in, in I got caught in the crossfire and there was nothing I can do about right, it. But right. I like my truck. I mean, I really do. I haven't been, man, I'll tell you. I miss having a truck. Yeah, I, I traded the truck in and ever since and I'm like, man, I wish I had a truck. There's, there's so many convenient things about having a truck. Well, there's convenient and not convenient. It's convenient to have a truck for you so that you can do right, things. Right. But, but then everybody, <laughs> well, no, and everybody knows you have a truck. That is true. That so is then true. you get that text message twice a week. Hey, I need your truck <laughs> and I need you to be in the driver's seat, you know, and, and it, it's really, it's not, a, it's, you know, that's a joke. Yeah. But it's true at it the same true. time. It, it is, is true. Absolutely true. But I, man, I'll tell you, I, I, my first new car was a 97 Tahoe. Uh, I was 27 years old when I got my first new car. Wow. It was all used cars until I was 27. And I, I, it was a green Tahoe with leather, like cream color interior. It was really nice. It was. It was, really, it was a really nice Tahoe. You know what I paid for the Tahoe? Brand new. 10 grand. Uh, no, a little more than that. Uh, <laughs> 26.8. Oh, wow. 26, eight wow. four wheel drive, everything. Wow. Fully loaded, fully loaded 26, eight. Wow. And I'll tell you what, you better triple that price now. Yeah. 
Yeah, you're looking at like 80. Yeah. 90. You're looking at a lot more money for yeah. a fully loaded, especially. And uh, that's just crazy. You're talking 25 years ago or so. And almost, yeah, 25, 26 years ago. I seen something the other day. It was um, a price comparison of a Highlander and because they're equivalent to what we build at our plant. Mm -hmm. And they're almost the exact same price. Uh, actually, I think it might have been slightly more for the like the same equivalent model to the Traverse. And there the comparison was something about how, um, you know, us us asking for more money and more be better benefits and everything doesn't take away or doesn't add to the price of the vehicle. No, no, it, it doesn't. I mean, if, if that's the case, Toyota workers make slightly less than we do. Yeah. They don't I mean, have the do same you, incentives. Do you know what they make? Oh man. At one point when we were making <clears throat> 29 or $30 an hour, they were making somewhere between 20 and $24 an hour. Mm. I think maybe 25 to 26 okay. was their top rate. Yep. And, and, and here's a newsflash for a lot of people. They get mad when we make a certain amount of money. Um, you know, when we make a certain amount, there he is now. Forrest is here. Forrest is here. We've never so. met. We were just talking <laughs> about him. We were just talking about him, but here yeah. he is. Uh, so yeah, this is the force. Sorry, force Sarge. Sarge Force. How you doing? <laughs> nice to meet you. Um, yeah. So we went ahead and started the live. We are. We're live. We're live. Like straight up live. Yeah, edit me out. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, what I was saying about the... can you hear everything? Yep. Okay. Yeah, cool. Good. What I was saying about the um, uh, as far as the amount of money we make. So if they're making, you know, a certain amount of money, if we get a pay raise, you have to stay within industry standards. That's what guess right. what happens for Toyota. They get, they get a pay raise. Those workers may not say it out loud, but they're rooting for us. <laughs> they are. And I'll tell you another thing. I'll tell you another group of people that are rooting for our us. managers, our managers, because <laughs> they're going to get a pay raise. If you think that our immediate, yep. immediate frontline bosses are our group leaders used to be called foremen. Now they're group leaders. If you think they're not rooting for us without saying it out loud, yep. it's okay. We'll say it for you guys. <laughs> yeah, you guys are rooting for us because there's no way in hell that that we're going to get a pay raise and the people who are in charge of us aren't going to get a pay raise. Exactly. So that goes into it. That goes into cost. So, okay. I mean, I get it. But so yeah, I don't I don't agree with the whole the the, the labor cost thing. It's been it's been noted, I don't know how many times now. Labor cost is eight to twelve percent of the vehicle. That's it, eight to twelve percent. And that's that's everything from overtime to to uh, uh, sick leave to uh, workers' comp. Uh, every, you know, mm -hmm. straight wage. You know, hourly pay. That's all included in labor cost. And this this myth that that when our pay rate goes up and everything that goes up with it is where the price of the car comes from. This is what I always tell people. If you buy a car from Mexico, okay, if you get a car and you buy, you buy a car from Mexico and those people are making anywhere from a dollar 90, I heard they're now they're up to like $3 and 50 cents. Jeez. I mean, they're really, they're raking, <laughs> Holy in. Shit. They're, they're raking it in right <laughs> God now. God for America. <laughs> they're, they're raking it in. Uh-oh, we got technical oh. difficulties. There we go. Check, check. There we go. Really? Oh, I hear myself. I hear him. You don't hear him. No, I don't hear him. Try it again. Hello. All right, there we go. <laughs> All right. Technical difficulties live. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, right. but but so they're making three fifty an hour. So why isn't the price of the vehicle coming from Mexico relatively cheaper? It's actually just as much, if not more. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the Blazers are made there, yeah, and those things are expensive, right? Yeah, so I, here. just as much as an Equinox, if not more. Yeah, there, there's there's far more that goes into the price of the vehicle and labor cost. I hate to bust everybody's bubble. Is not one of the major, not one of the no. major costs. It's no. not. It's and, their. It's they're wanting to invest in all these other certain little avenues, EVs, whatever, that like they decide to put all the profit that they get into those areas. Yeah. Okay, I get it. They want to like expand and do different stuff. That's cool, but that doesn't mean what we're fighting for isn't right, I don't think. Like well, and it's not just that, it's them buying the stock back and that all too, that yep. too. Did you I mean, um, fourth generation, Bill Ford. All right. I mean, Henry's great what, great, 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 great grandson. Uh, he's the head of the board of directors, right? Uh, for Ford, I, I get it. I mean, and I understand this is this is his family's business. This is his legacy. Okay, I get the the, the passion. I get you know yep. the desire to want to be as successful as his you know everybody who in his line of from from his great grandfather to his great great and, and so on and so forth to Henry Ford. I get that, but he he got up in uh you know in a in a wherever he was at. He was at the Rouge. Uh, Ford calls it the Rouge, right? It's mm -hmm. one of the largest production facilities in in the in the world, I think. But I believe it's in Dearborn, Michigan. I can't. I'm not sure if it's in okay. Dearborn or not. Yeah. But I mean, this thing's got like 120. I can't forget how many miles of track that. They were, I mean, it's it's crazy. They were going to close it down. They restructured it. It's like 93 facilities on I don't wow. know how many acres. And so he's up there. He's making his. What did I go off on a tangent there? He's up there. He's making his. <laughs> Basically, his spill of the UAW needs to come to the table and, and we need to come to an agreement. And this needs to be done with. And he's giving all his reasons why. Literally, an hour later, I see that that Ford is going to go ahead and uh, offer, uh, what is it, 15 cents per share mm -hmm. and dividends out to all their shareholders. Lo and behold, he owns 16 million shares of stock at 15 cents a share. So he's going to get it 2.1, 2.2 million dollars December 1st in terms of dividends. And I don't know what he's going to do with that money. Like he was just saying, is he going to reinvest it? Is, what's right. he going to do with it? But they're not reinvesting the dividends into the EV development and technology and AI. They're they're paying it out. They're not reinvesting it. So, you know, that 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 excuse that all our profit goes back into what we're trying to do to stay competitive with our competitors that does that ship doesn't sail all the time i mean yeah. or that ship has sailed i should say um and so it, it just makes me laugh that, that there's this woe is me and then all of a sudden yeah i i think that the millionaire and billionaire class has lost complete touch they have they literally have no understanding of middle class america no. at all none they're it's lowering every year. I feel like, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. The rich yeah. get richer and the poor get poorer. I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, there was a there's a huge gap now in the in the middle class. It used to be, you know, GM or uh, the auto worker was at the top of the middle class, and now we're we're somewhere in the middle. We're not even at the top anymore. Well, seeing like my stepdad and my mom that retired from GM, it's 30, 35, 40 years, you know, and what they're living like right now. Compared. I'm not going to be able to hit that right now. 
the way we are. Yeah. In my 30 years of being there, if I did, you know, yeah. it's just like they're loaded. Yeah. I'm not essentially. And it just like yeah. seems to get harder and harder to get ahead and ahead and like over every single year. And I was talking to a, what it is. a guy on the picket line today and he was talking about how when he hired in and I think it was like 78 or something like that. He was like, yeah, no, right. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> what are you doing? He works in end of line repair. Oh, okay. and uh he's, he, still i think he said he's going to retire at the beginning of the year but yeah. um he was like you know i just he's like i have less now than i had then and he's like and th- and i hired in making 770 uh, it was like 778 an hour in like 78 Damn. it's purchasing power it, it's gone away listen you guys know how they're trying to they're they're offering the temps a four dollar four or five dollar an hour raise now in mm-hmm. this new contract it's like they're 20 gonna go from, to 21 or something like yeah that. they're gonna go from 16 something to 20 something per hour mm-hmm. yeah in 2007 our temps made over 20 dollars an hour yeah as a matter of fact they made close to 22 well they made top wage because my wife was one of them and then when she got she got really? laid off and brought back at 14 something an hour so she went that, she went yeah. from making full wage there was like there was like some discrepancy between like the 07s and 08s some of the 08s didn't get hired in like like they there was like a cutoff yep and she was right at that cutoff and came back making less money damn it's just it's it's so it's, it's just so bizarre the, so then now she's like in progression for the next however many years till we got a pay raise that was it the last contract last, last contract yeah so yeah what what is seniority is she and oh she's 08 okay 08, yeah. Yeah, yeah 2008 yeah there should be no more progressing at all like no you've been there for over a decade Right, you should be maxed regardless. As soon as this contract ends, maxed yeah. to whatever they're offering. There that's, should be no progression yeah. of anything anymore. Nope. That's that's the yeah. Nope. That's the that's the big argument right now. So anybody who's been there longer than what's the they want to go to a four year progression. Mm-hmm. You've been there longer than four years. Should be you're in. Right. Anybody who's been there less, you fit into wherever. So you've been there three. You got one more year. Right. right. If right. you've been there for two years, you got two more years. Anybody hired right now after this contract, four you years. got four years. Yep. And that's that. And and that's not what they're trying to do. They're, it, it seems like what's happening is, well, you've been here for six years already, but it's going to start now. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. And, and, yeah. and so you're going to end up being there for 10 years before you get to the, yeah. it, it doesn't make any sense. No. It, it doesn't make any sense in that aspect. I'm not, a lot of people are saying it should be three years. It took me three years uh, way back. And, and, it's a lot of people are saying it needs to be three years right now. Listen, if they're going to cut it in half from eight to four, let, let's, that. there's got to be a point where we say, okay, we've, that's we're the life getting, of the contract. So, yeah. I mean, what's wrong with that? Yeah. It's that's people are getting a little bit, they're getting a little antsy now. And it's because of how far behind the eight ball we are. Right. And people want it all back right now. Do you think they should have to supplement everybody or like uh, reimburse everybody for the past years? From the time that they cut everything off till now, they never will. They no, never, they know, never yeah. will. But it's we'll like, be why fucking even answer that question? <laughs> <laughs> sure, they could do all that, and then, but, but everything else goes away. They're right. trying to give right. us cola two years after the contract. Like what, dude? You guys, you guys are just so out of it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not even. It's, it's the wording. You see, what people have to understand is, it's when we read the the language, they try to manipulate the language. They have yeah. all these this legal team in there, and they, they word it purposely to fit their their agenda yeah. and oh, yeah. so when it says cost of living allowance at max rate once you hit max rate in the life of the contract then we're not going to hit max rate until the fourth year exactly we're going to keep going up every right. year right yep. be more specific here as to what you're talking about yeah and and that that's the problem that frustrates everybody is when they talk about this up to five weeks vacation 
two weeks of parental paid leave. What, what are you talking about? What is After that 25 years of service. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. I mean, like, what does that mean? What if you don't parental leave? How many people don't have kids? What right. do you mean by right. this? Be more we were talking specific. about that at work before. Yeah. Yeah. No. yeah. yeah. Cause force doesn't have any kids. I was yeah. like, wait, do I get parental leave? Like for myself? Like, <laughs> just, why is this? Yeah. I don't know. See, that's what I'm saying. You have just, all we're saying is just be straight. Why are we playing games like high school kids? Yeah. Be straightforward with us. This is why you frustrate the hell out of everybody. Yeah. Because yeah. you just, you want to play games and people say, you guys are angry people. It's not that we're angry for us. At, at everybody. That's a funny I, story. Uh, sometimes <laughs> and, and yeah, a funny I can story. get angry. Uh, uh, but, but no, for, for the longest time you would walk past me at work. Ladies and gentlemen, I didn't know Forrest until he walked in just now. <laughs> but true. I would always tell Dave, that dude kind of put, he's put together pretty good, walks past me every day. And does he look pissed off all the time? I fucking hate that place. I fucking hate it. I get to work and I start hanging out with these guys. I start laughing, joking, having fun. But like outside of it, I'm like, straight face killer. Just hate it. Get me the fuck out of here. As he walks past me, I'm like, damn, I'm going to just go up to this dude and say, it's going to be all right, man. Yeah, there's been some days, dude. I'm just like, and then, Lord help me. And then I turn around. I'm already screaming and yelling at everybody. And I mean, I'm like, yeah, I guess I get what he's going on. Yeah, that's funny. It's just that place. I'm that starting to notice a pattern here. I attract hotheads. I hang out Do with you? Hot, hot, yeah. yeah, I do. Who, me? You, both of you guys. Oh, he told me I'd get along with you. I was like, all right, I, great. I'm, I'm as calm and cool as the other side of the pillow. <laughs> Just ask Serrano Benavides. He'll tell you. Uh, no, it's no. It, seriously, that, that place does do, it does. There's something about it. I, I tell people, if you don't work there, it's too hard to explain mm, it. Yeah. And everybody has their own. Like if, if you talk to a police officer or a fireman or a nurse, you don't under, I, I, I can't tell you what the stressors are for an or emergency room nurse. It's got to be. Mm-hmm through the roof. And I don't even understand how that, or an EMT or, 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 you know, when you talk to people, you know, anybody who is in the military, right. When you talk to them and they, they, sometimes they don't want to tell you about certain things. They just don't want to talk about that stuff. And you, you can watch all the movies you want. You know, if you're never in that situation, you'll never really understand. Right. Right. Yeah. You just have to, I, I tell people, don't try to understand what we're going through. Just accept that it's something that, you know, if we need an ear or if we need to vent or if we just, we're just, we're not asking for your advice on right, it right? because how am yeah. I going to tell an emergency room doctor how he should handle himself because right. he's so stressed out. I, I have no idea <laughs> right. how, how I'm supposed to do that. Right. And, and I tell people it's, it's a different mentality when you're in there because people don't understand what your job is. They, they, they have this stereotype of you. Like we said last week, Dave, they think we shoot a screw and we, we test the radio. They now. think a monkey can do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and it's they, like, eh, there's actually a little more than yeah. that. Cause like I'm sweating every day. I'm yeah. in great shape. I've been there for 10 years. I know exactly how to do my job perfectly, but me and yeah. David will sweat our asses off some days because we are, that line is moving. It's, it moving. Is, it's not uh, any kind of break at all. You think about that 54, 55, sometimes 56 vehicles in an hour. Yeah. That's just go out that door. I mean, that's, I, I mean, it's curious that, to know what our profit is uh, per minute. What you mean at, 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 our, at our facility? Are we curious? Are you I, mean, you, mean you have numbers? You have numbers in front of you? I you don't know. Oh. I don't have any clue. I, don't know. No. I have heard before. It's like once they get out a hundred cars for the day, then like the rest is profit or yep. something, which I could see that. I could see even less than that, honestly. Yeah. Especially but, now with the vehicles costing so much. So, yeah. So we're not talking net yeah. revenue. We're talking profit. We're talking the bills are paid. Right. Right. You oh, pay yeah. for all your workers, all your freaking electricity, all your yep. skill trades, all of it. Would be interesting. Bosses. Would be interesting to find out. I, I would see if I can you, find you would think that'd be a matter of public knowledge. 
if my I, mom still works in management, I would have asked her. Yeah. <laughs> she could have figured it out. I don't know why we wouldn't know that. They probably don't. They really probably don't want us to know yeah. that and use that as just add that to our arsenal. Right. But it, yeah, I think, you know, it's people, people have a huge misunderstanding of 1 million and to 1 billion. Everyone thinks like there's not that much of a difference between 1 million and 1 billion. And, and I saw something the other day. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, it was on Facebook, but that's where I saw it. <laughs> and, and I checked it to make sure it was right. They this person took it and they, 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 they made it easily, more easily understood by making, they took, they took money and they transformed it into to seconds. Mm -hmm. So if you take 1 million seconds, that equals 11 days, just over 11 days, 1 million seconds equals 11 days, 1 billion seconds equals almost 31 years. Right. That's the difference between 1 million and 1 billion. So mm -hmm. when these companies are making $13 billion that, you know, people are, you need to understand how far away from millions we are here. We're, right, yeah. we're in a different dimension. In now. the first, what, half 21 billion over yeah. all three. Are you serious? Yeah. You can't give us yeah. a little bit of a raise, like not even $10. That's all we're asking barely. Cost of living. Yeah. At the start of the contract. Yeah. And what people need to understand is, so in 2006, if you look at a pay stub of mine or any of my coworkers, we were making a little over $29 an hour. Mm -hmm. That was, that was 16, 17 years ago. Yeah. Here we are at 32. If this would have been a situation, okay, let's take, let's take out the unfortunate, what happened in 08, 09. Let's start in 2010 and start going there where we started making money again. And you start giving us a 1% raise every year. We wouldn't be, we wouldn't be in this situation now. We wouldn't be here or, or, or probably more than that. Probably two to 3%. Yeah. We wouldn't, yeah, we would not be in this situation at all. And so what people need to understand is when we say 47% increase, we had to start off where that's how far behind we are in terms of wages to, to, uh, um, well, to you guys barely getting inflation. a 10% raise over the last almost 15 years, Yeah, essentially. We went, so we yeah, went a 47% raise should be on par of where we should have been at right. a long time ago, to be honest, like already. UPS, 49 bucks an hour. At top rate. At top rate, yeah. yes. Yeah. But like, I mean, that's a substantial amount of money. They have, yeah. I think, th two times, two and a half times the amount of people yeah, at their one company that make less profit per year than all three of our big companies, GM, Ford, Chrysler, whatever, something like this. So yeah, they said they came out and gave us that, gave them that contract because they said, you know, it's going to hurt us a little bit, but like, we want to take care of our people. Why is the auto industry such like against helping their own people? I just don't get it. I think I, I still think there's something going on where they are nervous, not so much about paying us, but I think there's something going on behind the scenes between the administration running this country and their their EVs EVs and yeah. and and, and we're like I said last week we're throwing all this money at the big three, the administration is billions mm -hmm. of dollars to change this over no more gas no more gas mm -hmm. all electric all electric all electric, and the big three are looking at each other and saying we're making a quarter of a trillion dollars in profit over the last decade plus in gas vehicles. 7% of our vehicles that are on the road right now are electric. Here's all of our money and our profit. 
here's this beginning of we don't know what's going mm-hmm. to happen yeah. uncharted territory so i think they're nervous that they're going to be in a situation here in a few years where if this continues and this administration continues to push this and wins the big three are going to be standing there going wow all our cars are electric nobody nobody wants them nobody can afford them our the infrastructure is not there yeah our infrastructure is not there why aren't they talking about that though know. we've got why? what six chargers for the whole parking lot <laughs> I, that's what that's what i, I would like to know i would like to know why are they so tight-lipped about it right why aren't they out, being outspoken saying this is not possible guys i mean they're in charge of the auto industry. It's pushing an agenda, dude. They yeah. want to be seen as we're the people. We made it green. We made it. So well, they're probably getting blah, blah, blah. But tax really breaks. it's not at all. It's yeah, actually yeah. worse than just regular internal combustion engines right. just to make the thing. Right. Like hey, someone anybody, talks about that. Yeah, someone Google at home, Google what it takes to mine lithium for the lithium batteries. And then tell me how green that is. Yeah. That's an absolute nightmare. That's an absolute nightmare. Yeah. And, and and that's what makes me just sit there and shake my head. It, it's a literally horrible for the earth. And for yeah. the people that have to do it. Yeah. There's people literally oh, yeah. dying in the mines and kids. That's kids essentially like a lot of slave work, I think, over there. Yeah. Like Africa and like there's a whole bunch of shit. Is it like, it's in the Congo, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's so, somewhere over there. Yeah. Well, that's like one area. I think China does a lot of it too. But you guys hear about that local uh, mega site they're trying to build or an eagle or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. Like I've been working over there the last couple of weeks and they signs everywhere. It's supposed yeah. to be like the largest. I was supposed to have somebody come on the podcast to talk about that. Yeah. Somebody who's protesting that. Okay. Yeah. I mean, dude, the whole freaking town is. Yeah. Everybody has a yeah. damn sign up. Yeah. I was like, what is this? I've never even heard of this. It's supposed to be like the largest in the country, apparently for uh, chips, making chips. Yeah. Like, oh, that makes sense. Cause they all figured out they couldn't yeah. get them when COVID hit. Like, right. Let's, maybe we I should make it here. I don't really know what the argument is against it. Do you know? Um, I, I don't know. I was no. talking to the owner of that tree company guy and he was saying something about some, I, I don't know exactly, but like basically it's, it'd take up a lot of land mm-hmm. and it's Eagle. Like they're right. pretty country, right. rural, rural area. Like why would they want to take up a huge chunk of their town right. into this gigantic mega site, which is like way bigger than our plant, way bigger right. than the battery plant, any yep. of the plants around here in the whole country. So that's that's my guess. I don't so know they feel like it's going it. to ruin the community. Probably bring in a lot of jobs. Obviously, <clears throat> sure, I'm sure the economy would be good for it. But you turn Little Eagle, you know, township into a gigantic freaking battery supplier, <laughs> like or chip supplier. It's going to change that town a little bit. Yeah, and again, that's that's they don't care about that. They don't. They don't care about that. Um, they, they like I said before, when when they make the comments about the negative impact on communities when it comes to striking. Literally, this, these yeah. words have come out of their yeah. mouths. Yeah, that's what Mary Barra said. Yeah, she said that... That's what their website says. <laughs> yeah, the, the they're, so, they're so afraid of the negative impact on communities. And I just sit there and laugh, and I'm like, what do plant closings cause? Do right. they do they cause right. negative right. impacts? Yeah. Because there's been 65 of them between you three in the last decade or so. I, I mean, like, what what are you talking about negative impact? I can yeah. tell you about negative impact. Yeah. I mean, you just look at look at any of the plants that close, even around here in Lansing. Yeah. Um, the you know, the old old plants that they knocked down. Fisher body, yeah. And then uh that contaminated Detroit, earth, Lynn, cement now. Yeah. They can't do anything with it, Lane. They park cars that they can't find parts for. Yep. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's it's absolutely insane. Mama Sarge said, I was waiting for Sue Ellen to comment, but I can't anymore. I'd like to know how green it is to dispose of those batteries. I don't know if they uh, have a process for that. Do We've they? got three, by the way. Three viewers. <laughs> We're a half hour. Wait, what is this one. like, YouTube? Uh, it's streaming live on my YouTube, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. What does she want to know? I was waiting for to comment. So Sue Ellen is a friend of mine from Lordstown. She's down in, I talked about her last week. Oh, okay. She's in Spring Hill, right okay. outside of Nashville. She's in the Spring Hill plant. Okay. I don't know if my mom knows something that Sue Ellen knows all about that or something. I don't, I'd like to know how green it is to dispose of those. But oh, that uh, you could Google it. That's my mother, by the way. Uh, Not to mention when your battery fails, it's more than the car. Yeah, you can just, oh, yeah, I got 30 grand. Let's just replace the whole freaking, like, I'm pretty sure it's underneath your entire car, right? The GM it's, model is this? I don't. I it's don't like know. a it's full nine platform. feet. I thought it was nine feet long. It's like the whole underside of your car is the battery. Like, Oof. It kind of reminds me. Shit. I mean, and I'll, I'll give my age away here. It reminds me when the first cell phone came out. I'm not kidding, <laughs> you guys. <laughs> it was like this, and there was this antenna. Yeah. And you... Like, uh, like my, I had, we had a cell phone in a bag in my, my dad's 86 Camaro and we were threatened. Like if you grab that phone to make a call, you better be dying because it was like $8 a right. minute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And now look at the cell phone. I mean, you, 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 I mean, you literally, I mean, here's the cell phone now and the battery's how big, but look how long it's taken for that technology to evolve and it'll continue to evolve, but it's been decades. Yeah. But here we are where we're going to, and I know that we've been experimenting with EV for decades now but what does that tell you that we've been experimenting with it for how long now and here we are and we still only have seven percent of our infrastructure is set up for ev technology well, like the towing stuff and like all these big trucks that need to do shit all day every day for america like just for whatever job it could be anything like i haven't seen one truck that's capable of towing something to the extent like you know a big diesel engine truck could mm -hmm. and last and be efficient all the day long you know i don't see that i don't think where it's is possible. that at where is that possible not right now and no they don't care they're just like yeah. oh I, well, I, we'll figure it out like will you because <laughs> you're trying to ban this shit in all of california right like they're trying to ban I, it or i feel like that's what a lot of this ev stuff it. is though let's just fuck around and find out yeah just well, you know, GM's triple zero <laughs> or whatever it was. Or the I, one I, thing they talked about, and then they never went on with it. Never right, a sense at all. If you right. look at the new symbol, the, the G with the M, it's designed a little different. Got the line underneath the M. Yeah, it's a when they were trying to tech company. It's a tech company. Yep. I yep. think what people need to understand is General Motors is not just involved in vehicles. Vehicles oh, no. is only one part of this tech company. I mean, it is. They want to expand way further than that. And honestly, the way I was looking at this for the longest time under the old regime, when I mean the old international union regime, the old regime, <laughs> like I, Darth the Vader CCC over here, yeah. <laughs> Darth Vader and the stormtroopers and Hitler and, and the rest of them, <laughs> our international union I'm talking about, um, those unbelievably moral people that we had in, in office. Uh, under CCP. them, I think GM saw us a, a, a place where the UAW became in charge of vehicles that was their division where they, they allowed the uaw to run that particular part of the division why did the uaw why in the world would you would you buy into the company whereas the company company is more profitable you're more profitable how if that's not a conflict of interest 
when it comes to bargaining negotiations. Mm-hmm. What what is right? I, I mean, and 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 that's what I saw. I said, well, I wonder if this isn't a situation where they're hoping that eventually they can come to some type of agreement where the UAW becomes just another partner uh, with them and they take over the 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 car division. And now we're going to move on to this part of this tech and this mm-hmm. AI and this EV and and that's what. And I'm not. I'm not saying that GM is wrong. They're they're innovators. They're thinking. They're trying to get ahead of the game. They're trying to get ahead of their competitors. Elon Musk is constantly raising the stakes higher. I, I know that our our illustrious CEO thinks that she's at uh, the top. I hate to break the news to everybody. Elon Musk is way ahead of you, <laughs> and you sold him the General Motors plant in California, where he all where he started this whole thing. Mm-hmm. And, That's and 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 he has no problem letting you know on a regular basis. He doesn't, he doesn't. Although, like I said last week, even he knows you can't just go all robotics and all, mm-hmm. and all AI because he was trying, like I said last week, he was trying to, to go all robotics and now he has 22,000 workers. He knows damn well you need people to, yep. to operate this facility. You know, these facilities, it's just, you're not, are you going to need that many people? That's what, that's the elephant in the room in these negotiations. What are you right. going to do with these auto workers? Right. Tony Sarge is going to be gone. He's how retired. Many, how many people does he have at one plant? Do you know? Like at any given plant? Well, he's only, I thought there was only two plants. There's the one in California that he. There's that one he, in Texas. And there's one, is it Texas or is it Texas, Colorado? I've heard Texas. They just built a new plant in Texas. Okay. So that's yeah. the third one then, because I thought there was one in Colorado there as might well. Be. Yeah. I don't know. And then he has his SpaceX stuff in Texas, I believe too. Well. Mm-hmm. And Florida? Uh, California, I think. Is it? I don't know. I can't remember I, exactly. I didn't look it up. He, you want to talk about somebody who who is a cowboy, a billionaire cowboy? I mean, he'll throw money at anything and see if Twitter it's stick. X. Yeah. <laughs> what is Twitter like that called is, now? X. 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 Like, how do you do? You make a tweet anymore, or do you make an X? Make an Should X. Should I exit right now? Or like, <laughs> how do you, like, how do you do that? It's a weird verb to say. I don't know. I've never tweeted. Yeah. Ever. I'm, I've never. I, I. I. I think I'm on there, but I've never tweeted. I had it the first few years, and I like hardly ever used it. <laughs> never really touched it so but yeah i mean it's just it's a it's a matter of of understanding where the auto worker sits or are are you going to educate them is there going to be some type of educational process where the people learn and understand the ai and ev technology these jobs are going to evolve three times from from 1993 when i started till now the jobs have already gotten so much different yeah i mean everything is so much different in which you have to understand it's going to be times five when you go into this. Mm-hmm. If anything, they yeah. should bring their own people to volunteer almost for like a skilled trades type thing. Go to like a robotics class. That's what we were talking about like last Engineering week. for something, software, whatever. Like, yep. that's your best bet. I'm not saying all of them can't do that. I know right. that. We, we know that. Right. But <laughs> at least let them try. Why not force? Why not force? I mean, I just, <laughs> the whole reason why he sees me walking every morning is because I'm pissed is because I just go, no, I'm going to deal with some dumb shit all fucking day, every day. There's some dumb shit. It, it, and it I'm is. just like, oh my God, what the fuck? <laughs> why am I here? As soon as the line starts up, I start yelling at everybody, let's make memories. Let's make memories. <laughs> yeah. Let's make memories right now. And, and, and like I said, I'm going to be retiring here in the next year or two or two and a half or whatever. And I, and like I said last week, I don't know why I'm going to miss it. it like I, I'm literally, I like, there's days when I'll look and go, I'm actually going to miss the mm. stress. Yeah. And it's just weird. It's, it's weird. But when you're, when you're part of that, I mean, you could talk to people that are involved in, in, you know, I, I, I we talked about SWAT last week, right? Yeah. Talk about a stressful job, right? At least they make it look that way on Netflix when I'm watching the show. <laughs> yeah. It's one of my favorite shows, but if, it, if it's even a half of what you see on, on the TV, 
that's as stressful as hell. And I guarantee you when people retire from, you know, the, you know, that particular line of police work, they miss it. Yeah. It's just ingrained yeah. in them. It's, it's something that, that yeah. has made them who they are. I mean, that's kind of like when somebody gets out of the military and they start doing something that's like in law enforcement or something that's in like public service, not for us because oh. he hates people, but I'm just like, I am not that freaking guy. Like, I'm, it's some but, of that stuff is fun. Yes. I just would not want that to be my whole life. Mm. It's like, why would I want to be military and police and all this? Like, I know guys that did that. Yeah, they're, he's they're national guard. and they're What's that? he was in the national guard. Yeah, okay. I was in for like my, eight years. My my dad was in the national guard. Wait, we're talking nineteen. Oh man, when was he in the national guard? I want to say it was in the mid to late sixties, and I don't oh, wow. know how long. Six years, maybe six years. I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's a contract. Wait, yep. wait and see here if D Sarge comments and lets me know. <laughs> but um, I can't remember how long he was in um and he never talks about it mm -hmm. never talks about any did he go the, anywhere uh i believe he he never talks about it i believe that he was, was like in florida the, he was in the 60s that though. was like vietnam right vietnam was set early 70s was it yeah it, it was late 60s it well yeah. no vietnam was 60s all the way into the early so we pulled okay, out yeah, of there it was yeah we, we pulled out of there in the early 70s eventually it was like um, 68 or something something like I can't, I can't remember exactly. 68 was, uh, and he, boy, here we go into the, uh, <laughs> Kennedy didn't want to give him the war. Uh, Johnson gave him the war. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then I think Nixon, it was either Nixon or Ford's term when they came out of there, when he, when he pulled them out for, for good. Hmm. But, um, yeah, he never, he never went overseas. I think he was in Florida, uh, for, for a period of time. And I, I still, I tell people this all the time. I made the dumbest mistake of my life. Uh, and I said this on, on a podcast that we did, um, podcast that me and my brother were doing. Six years during the riots in 1968. Called there, it. There you go. <laughs> Knew it. I don't know. I actually Nixon. Nixon. There you go. Okay. Thank you, D. I don't know you, but. <laughs> that's Mama Sarge. That's, that's, my, that's Mama Sarge. That's my mom. <laughs> that's yours? Okay, yeah. That's awesome. Um, we should have her like like call in yeah yeah ask those questions <laughs> she could whatever just, you want she could just be a part of the podcast she will. She, she would she, i think she's talk about this. i think she's itching to be to do her own podcast she should she should i think she should but um yeah you know i i so yeah what i was saying i got into rotc uh 1988 full ride full ride coming out of high school that's all i had to do was be an rotc and they paid for all my college I after two made. years, after two it. years, major weeks pulls me in the office. And he says to me, major weeks, major weeks. He pulls <laughs> oh me yeah. You, you got so much <laughs> yeah. shit. And he said, <laughs> yeah, I didn't argue. I didn't, I didn't, really? I thought I, I just kept a tight lip, but he said to me, do you want to continue with the next two years? Full ride. You have to go into the army for four years. I think as a, as a first Lieutenant, no second Lieutenant, second Lieutenant yeah, that's butter bar. <laughs> and what do i say no i don't want to do it anymore like a true ass I, I literally walked away and it's still one of the dumbest things i've ever did see what i believe how it goes is if you are going to go to rotc and finish it out and fully like graduate college become a butter bar lieutenant and like go into it i think you're commissioned regardless for 10 years so that four uh. years of active duty you can probably decide after that to go, okay, I want to go National Guard, Lieutenant, whatever, and then continue your career. But 
pretty sure they have to be commissioned for 10 years minimum. Oh, okay. Because why, why would they pay for your whole entire school? Just be like, yeah. all right, four years done. Now we need you. That's mm-hmm. definitely, that's definitely different. That's yeah. new. Yeah. So the big, biggest Could thing, I, biggest thing I ever did was, um, Youngstown state university, the, the side of the stadium, we repelled down it. <laughs> I, I remember. Yeah, I got to cool. do that. And I remember my heart life. being in my throat the whole way down. I mean, it was pretty cool. <laughs> When I got to the ground, but yep. yeah. I got to do air assault school in Fort Benning. And that was like, that was probably the coolest thing National Guard let us do. Like we had to take the test, like the pre-course 12 mile ruck march in under three hours, fully full ruck Which is insane. Which is insane. Like it's, you're jogging yeah. for three hours or yeah. minimum less than three hours, 12 miles. You're dead. That's almost a half marathon. It's crazy. Oh, that was the longest I've ever ran <laughs> in my life. Like I was, my feet were destroyed. Like, I'm surprised I made it, but, like, I did pretty good. And then that was the pre-course just to get a slot to go to school. They had 12 people out of my whole entire unit to go. We got to go, and then 11 of us passed. One of the lieutenants failed. So that was kind of like, ha like, we got I got a little private. Like, I got it. That was, that was something I always wondered. I'm like, man, you go right in from here to second lieutenant. Sergeants have to hate your absolute guts. Oh, yeah, they, they do. You have sergeants that have been in there for how long yes. at that point? And they got this kid coming yep. in there, this college kid, mm. right? And he thinks he's going to go ahead and pull rank on me and tell me what to do. Right. You know, and, and I'm sure there's there's a lot more that goes into that. There is, yeah. But I would think that in my head, I'm like, man, I don't know if I want to deal with <laughs> deal with that because I would be pissed I off too. I can't tell you yeah. how many times our like higher ups of NCOs, like mm-hmm. the sergeants and above, would be just giving so much shit to our lieutenants because they're brand new. They have no idea what's going on, but yeah, 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 I'm getting paid more than you and I'm your boss now. And it's like, yeah, well, you know, this is how I actually fucking do it. So (laughs) it it kind of messed them. Like we we had one, we had one lady, she was a brand new first female artillery officer there ever was got designed to our unit and she lost her NVGs, night vision goggles. Well, she didn't lose them. She just left them somewhere. Our smoke, which is like one of our higher up guys and he runs a whole platoon. He, snatched them out of her Humvee, took it back with him and just kind of like didn't say shit. And they're oh. like, where's your NVGs, Lieutenant? She started crying. Like it was a oh. whole big mess. They, they, they reamed her, you know, they, they freaking so just cried. Yeah. She was crying and like, it was bad. Oh, she crying? learned her lesson. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, listen, you can't be doing this shit. You're the leader. And she kind of squared up after that, but yeah, they just do little things like that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, definitely. There's always that little management type union, you know, yeah, I mean, it, right. yeah, just just a, a different, a different atmosphere, yep. different stressful atmosphere. Yeah. But yeah, I, I I still think that was the dumbest thing. It's one of the dumbest things I talk about it in one podcast to me and Joe, my brother, uh, that we did where it, w- it was called "I Quit," and it was things that I quit that I never should have quit, and why my mentality changed so much mm-hmm. um, at one point in my twenties because of stupid things like that. That was dumb. That was really dumb. I actually um, tried to go ROTC, but I didn't score high enough on the, uh, what is it? Eight ACTs. The, ACTs. Yeah. yeah like, they, the test after high school, mm-hmm. right at the end of high school. Yeah. I hated tests. I'm horrible at tests. Like I'm smart, but I'm not book smart. I can't take tests. Well, yeah. Scored too low. Tried to apply for it. And they're like, yeah, you need to score higher. I'm like, I'll just go fucking enlist. You can take the ACT now. As many before you can only take it one or two times. Yeah. Junior yeah. senior year. Mm-hmm. You yep. can take it as many times as you want now. Really? Wow. You can take it ten times, I guess, if you wanted to. Damn, I didn't know. I, mm. This is this this generation, I guess. I don't know. This, you know, they're I'll like, take please, take please try it again. Try it again. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the same exact anywhere. test you just took. Same one. Oh my god. I, I mean, I don't know if that's the case, but I, I think that's absolutely insane that they let you take it out. I don't know how many times. So I yeah. 
And 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 then as we go 180, here we are. I mean, I'm hearing, you know, you hear I haven't heard anything actually in the last week no. since ever since Ford nothing. Since no, since there the was big, a live stream and he was just like we're not he didn't even say anything about yeah. how contract negotiation. I didn't hear anything about GM or Salantis. It was mainly just a Ford yep. about like what he did Wednesday. Right. I'm obviously, I work for a living now, so I don't even pay attention. I've been working, but well, wait a minute. Wait, when did he go live? Did he just go it was live? Friday last Friday? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Like 30 minutes late. <laughs> I had to like fast forward like 20 times trying to figure out where he was. Yeah. Went. I don't know what's going on then during that. I mean, you're just sitting and listening to that song. It's embedded in my head. Oh my gosh. And, and, uh, I don't know. I'm not sure what's going on. I don't know if it's this last second. Hey, hang on a second. Let's, let's talk real quick or, or, or what's going on. But I mean, that's where we are. And I know there's a, a lot of, I, I don't know if you guys believe this. I hear, you know, like 90% of the public is on our side. I, I don't know if I agree with that. You don't, I don't think know. so? I don't know. I got dusted at five in the morning <laughs> at my freaking strike site because I was freezing my ass off. Yeah. You know, I didn't warm up. I didn't bring enough warm clothes. I should have, but I didn't really know. One of the first times just sitting there, you know, my little chair had my, had my sign next to me and just some <laughs> diesel truck came by and parked it. Well, as soon as their light turned green, my BWL floored it. Just dusted me in freaking diesel smoke. I'm like, this guy clearly hates us. <laughs> like, I'm we awake got, now. Yeah, we got windshield wipered at the light canal oh, and man. Um, canal and um, oh man, uh, Davis. He's at the light, and as soon as it's sunny outside, oh, yeah. turns his windshield wipers on, and he didn't get us, but it landed right in front of yeah, us. He just stared at us, and then the next guy comes, uh, you know, pulls up in an RV. And he's waiting, and then right when the light turns green, he gave us the oh, thumbs down. Course. And yeah. I'm just like, whatever. I mean, last year they think we're all doing year. this like we decided. This. Right, we didn't right. decide this. Yeah, I, yeah. I will fight for it, but at the same time, none of us really. We we all want to go back to work. Well, yeah. we didn't. We I didn't would decide be the, at work. We didn't decide the terms though. Right. You know, we decided that yes, we're going to strike, but but that's because we wanted better a better future. Yeah. As and, anybody yeah. should in America, like the people that are mad that we're actually fighting for this shit, we are probably what the oldest union in the country, essentially got teamsters teamsters, teamsters and teamsters. the UAW. There's some yeah. of the biggest ones. Why yeah, would we not sure. be the main voice of people to try and fight for something better? Cause for guess the, what? For the Everybody class. else is going to get better too. Right. I promise you. That's why Mack trucks is out. Casino workers are out. They just went out. How many other, exactly like two yep. days ago or something. Yep. How many other people are going to go out now because they see, Oh shit, these guys can get that. Well, we can do that too. Yep. Let's freaking farm a union. UPS. Let's UPS did it. Cat cat. Yeah. I was a caterpillar. Uh, yeah, I don't know about. I don't know if they did or not. I can't remember. I thought they weren't union. I thought they went out a year. Who went out a year ago? Right on the corner of uh, Millet Autoport, and, or um, that's the uh, train, the train company, right? I thought it was Caterpillar. There is Cat, yeah, the on, on on the corner of Millet Highway and Oh um, right, yeah, that, that's Cat. Crates, I'm not sure yeah. if it's yeah. So I mean, I, I thought they uh, landed a pretty decent contract <clears throat> a couple years ago as well, but. I don't know. I, I guess beauty's in the eye of the beholder. So, you know, we're going to, we're going to get this contract and, and people are going, some people are going to be mad. Some people are, people are hell bent on getting 47%. And then he dropped it down to 36. And now that he's at 36%, people are hell bent on getting 36%. And I don't think we understand the, the negotiation, the, the process. art of negotiation and right. bargaining right. And, and what goes into that. And, and it's a little bit of give and take, and let's say we land 24%. Let's say we land 24%. That's 12% in the first year and then 4% the next three years. You're going to have people that are pissed off. You're going to have people that say, we settled. Once again, we, we look did. weak. That's Once still a, low, Yeah, I yeah. Think. But, but who, I, tell what we would have gotten 
under Darth Vader and that <laughs> regime is what we would have gotten under under that joke is 3% in the first year, a lump sum pay raise in the second year, which is literally like two weeks of pay, mm-hmm. 3% in the third year and a lump sum pay raise in the fourth year. We wouldn't even got, we, we already have gotten way more in this contract than we have gotten in the last 17 years. Yeah. People don't, if you go on Facebook, I try to stay off of it. Mm-hmm. You go on that members uh, uh, the of, the UA, of the yeah. UAW. No, it's all, it's everybody. Members of the UAW. Um, I mean, you read their posts. Mm-hmm. I lose brain cells. <laughs> oh, dude, that's why. I, I start yeah. losing brain cells. People are oh, arguing. Man. There's people on there arguing about snacks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm snacks. That one dude that posts, he's like, I just like to pitch in. I'm going to complain about the people complaining. <laughs> yeah. Like something like that. Yeah. It's like, that's how I feel. I'm like, dude. Yeah, and I, I actually, I, yeah, I commented on that. Yeah, I commented on that's when I said about the sun being out at Tony M's more than it is at where we're at. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, that's people, kind of a fact. People complaining about <laughs> snacks, and and here's an idea: eat before your four hour picket duty. It's right. four hours. I mean, I don't, I don't get it. And and then, I don't know, man. It's yeah, I've been going bizarre. to work after mine. It's bizarre. I mean, like, we, we it's are only four hours. I know, yeah. once a week. Yeah. Like that's I'll, it. I'll bring a coffee and okay, they got some donuts in there. I'll grab a, like a stale donut. My, my wife's, uh, or yeah, my wife's, my mother-in-law, she was like, um, she worked, she retired from MSU and so they're a union mm-hmm. and they have, I guess a bunch of different unions, different unions within on the campus. And so they would, they would go on strike, you know, often. And they were surprised that we only have to do strike duty once. Yeah. I'm like, once yeah, a week. once a week, once a week, four hours, yeah, but they would, have, they would have to do eight hours. It depends on. And, there's some they got a lot less a lot yeah. less people though a, yeah. few t- a few times a week there, there's and some facilities insane. there's some auto auto work you know whatever mm-hmm. uh, they have to do more right i think there's one where you they got to do two six hour shifts a week depends on how many people you have in right. your facility right. because you have to man that post 24 hours Yo. yeah yeah i know so, al al henning had to uh he has to do strike duty i think like flint engine yeah yeah he has to do it a couple times like yeah. twice or for six hours or something like that yeah really yeah well back when we had three shifts there's a lot more people at each site right whatever time right. and now i have like seven people like huddled around a fire <laughs> well, get on members of here get on members of the union and, and let them <laughs> oh, know no, i am good <laughs> I don't post on there unless it's just troll and like, that's it. I just, I tell people, listen, whether there's five there or 15, you still have to be there for four hours. Yeah. It doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. I would, mm-hmm. I'd rather have less people. I, I mean, like, yeah, it's, unless, exactly. unless eight cars of anti-union people show up, <laughs> now you're outnumbered, you're in trouble. <laughs> but, but I mean, you know, I mean, besides what happened, I mean, you guys probably seen that, that fight. In Detroit. In Detroit. Oh yeah. Yeah. But that, I mean, what was that guy thinking? I'm going to get out of the car, me and my girlfriend, and I'm going to fight these 16 auto workers over here. I gr- I'm going to grab one sign off the one guy. That ended horribly for him. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how many combinations he took, but finally one of the picketers came to their senses and and got him out of there. Then the girlfriend goes in the car and takes out a trash bag and throws the trash at the workers. Now another fight ensues in the middle of the road. Oh my God. Like, what do you think is going to happen when you oh. when you do that? I mean- and how is that even directly affecting that person? Right. Like, what what right. did you do that affected you? Okay, I think maybe were, some are suppliers. They were driving a Jeep too. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were. <laughs> Those aren't getting built right now. My so my brother has a friend that absolutely hates the fact that we're on strike. Like, yeah. as soon as we went on strike, he's like, "You like, he just hates it." He just yeah. gave us a bunch of crap on social media. Yeah. And um, I went we I went to help my brother move, and he was there. And uh, he drives a brand new Ford. I think it's like an Edge or something. It's a nice car. It's fully loaded. 
And uh, I'm like, oh, that's kind of funny. You drive a UAW vehicle. And he's like, ah, yeah. My dad's like, I hope you don't need parts anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I think pe people don't understand what this fight is really all about. And and a lot of it is because they don't know how to fight. They, they have no idea how to fight for what's right. They've accepted middle-class America, what, 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 what corporate America has been able to do over the years and what politicians have been able to do over the years is teach us like sheep to just follow in line. Yep. Uh, just mm -hmm. clock in, do your job, clock out, go home, be a good middle-class American. Give you what we take, what we give you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and they continue yeah. to, to, I mean, I can't believe the amounts of money that have been raked in by the elite 1%. And so when you go to them and say, Hey, listen, the reason why you're God bless you, you know, you're multimillionaires making billions of dollars here. God bless you. But we're the ones building the product. We're the ones offering the services. We're the reason why. Well, we, oh, we, we, and that's why we're family. Mm -hmm. Okay. Then help your family out. Mm -hmm. All right. Because we can't afford the groceries every week anymore because our grocery bill went from a hundred to $300 yeah. a week, thanks to inflation. And so, and, and when you get the, oh, you're going to bankrupt us and you're going to, it gets, it starts to wear you out. Yeah. I want everybody to do this at the end of this year, through a strike that they're enduring, wait and see what their profits were at the end of the year. It'll be record profits. It'll be record. Yeah. It'll be record. COVID record, record profits, and, yeah. chip shortages, part shortages, record profits. Yep. I mean, they, yeah. they, they go right through it. And because they have, they have their business set up to eat right through anything, any threat coming their way. And, and we're asking for a little bit of what we lost over the last 17 years. And we're the bad guys. Yeah. We're the bad guys. And it's absolutely. And they say, well, we're doing, I, I, I hate when they, they use this word on purpose, historical. We are offering them for the eighth time. We've offered the UAW a historical agreement yeah. historical what do you mean uh, you mean you're trying to get we're trying to get back what we lost yeah. 16 years right, ago right. if we're going to talk about history and that haven't been gaining over the last decade it doesn't make any sense when you help right. attempts though help all these little small tiny individuals of the actual uaw but like why are we just focusing on one little section why not do it all like we are right now yeah but we should on every yeah. single time four years after every contract I feel like we're not, we're not going to get it all back in this contract. No, and that's, that's unfortunate. But this is a good I, start. This um, is a good start. I believe mm -hmm. I like Sean Fain. Like well, I think we're kind of setting a precedent too. Like, you know, we're not going to settle for less yeah. at this point. If you're making record profits, you should be giving record contracts from here on out. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not saying that every contract is going to be like this one. No. Like if we come in here in four years and say we want 24% over, it ain't going right, to work that way. Right. It, but but you could start you could start now digressing a little bit because you yeah. got a chunk and now you just start working your way back to getting back to normal again. Yeah. Cost of living allowance is a thing. It's not just a thing with the UAW and with auto workers. It's a thing. It is a and it's a it's an allowance that is based on inflation. And and if you're going to maintain purchasing power, listen for all you small businesses out there that are mad at us because you know you can't fight for this and you can't fight for that if we can't afford your product or your service then who the hell is going to buy what you're offering us right because we don't have the money to buy it yeah. i had to cut back yeah i had to cut back big time because i'm going between ohio and and lansing michigan yeah. and so i have a whole different 
uh, cost structure that I'm paying for, right? When it comes to bills. And when, when inflation hit the way it did, it went from $50 to fill up my truck to drive back to literally it's about, it's close to a $280 trip now to go there and back between tolls and gas. So that you live in Ohio. Yeah. I'm I'm from the Lordstown plant. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, it's a whole different ball game now when it comes to how I have to design that. So, you know, quality dairy donuts, I can't buy a dozen off of anymore. <laughs> I, I can buy two donuts and that's it. So you, you're, you don't ever come in late then. What's that? You don't ever come in late then. No, I never come in late. I don't, I, I try to, I was working. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't get that down to a science. <laughs> I got mine set up right now. Perfect. But. I, uh, I was working maximum amount of overtime that I could. And everybody was like, what are you doing that for? And I said, do you really think I want to be here on second shift until, you know, mm-hmm. 1030 at night, 11 o'clock at night. Right. And then, you know, when, when we made it, you know, September 14th, when it, it hit one of the um, unwritten rules, I, I stepped back, you know, I said, okay, I mean, no more, no more voluntary overtime. Some people didn't get it. I got it. I mean, mm-hmm. I get it. So I stepped back and that was a huge punch, you know, but I mean, if there's a purpose behind it, you know, you have to remember what you're fighting for. And, you know, for me, this isn't really, listen, this contract, I'm done after mm-hmm. this. So it's not really all about me. I mean, sure, I'm lucky enough to have a pension, right? But I don't really talk about it all the time because I don't know how many of my colleagues don't have one. Right. right. So I hate complaining about how pensions haven't gone up mm-hmm. since 2003. I think it's been like a 3% increase in pensions since 2003. And it's hard to complain about. I get it. Those who are retired already, I get, I get why they come on and complain about it. But if you're working there still and you have a pension, sometimes you got to think about the people around you who don't have that. And literally there's no, there's no healthcare when they retire. There's no pension when they retire. So what does retirement mean? Yeah. Like you could walk away anytime. It doesn't really matter. It's crazy. The military doesn't even do pensions anymore. Like I was part of the last people, like when, before I got out was they grandfathered us in, I think it was 2015. So you get 16. a pension? No, no, I could have, if I stayed for 20, oh. I got out. I don't even care. It would have been not worth it. National right. Guard, not right. enough active duty time, but regardless, they don't even do that anymore. It's all 401k based. So now you got to let these soldiers that have no idea about any of these kind of financial stuff. And, mm-hmm. All right, figured out. You, you put your own money into 401ks just like we do. And that's your retirement. Essentially so, when you, when you, when you count on 401ks, you're a gambler. It's it's yeah. legal gambling. That's all it is. Yep. That's all it it's is. It's all based on stock market. It's based on stock market. And it's based on it's based on the ideas and it's based on whatever uh you know, whatever policies are put in place from the current administration. I always love this. I love when the stock market's going through the roof. The current administration stands up and says, Pat me on the back, because that's exactly a result of what I've done. When the stock market's going down in the hole, down in the shitter, they don't say anything. Like, it's, not, it's not his <laughs> fault. It's not that guy's fault because he has no control over right. that. Right. It will make up my mind. It's one or the other. Yep. You know what I mean? It's one or the other. I, I truly believe that the policies that are put in place do affect the economy. Mm-hmm. They they tend their tendencies. Okay, those who are you know in Wall Street that are that are you know buying stock, selling stock. Uh, you know, working with uh, IPOs and, 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 and common stock and class B shares and everything, those people, okay, are looking at economic policy. 
they're looking at what's going on, what's growing, what's not yeah. growing, what is going to affect that, mm-hmm. you know, what, what policies are going in place that this, this person who is running this country is putting in place and his economic advisors are putting in place. And that's how the stock market goes. You see when there's a decision made, like a big decision, they always show the stock market over here. And as the person's talking, you're watching, you're watching this. Yeah, it literally, why are you even showing that for if what this person's talking about has nothing to do with the stock market? Yep. And, and that's why, you know, that's why we are where we are. Don't yep. tell me that I, I I literally, literally between my 401k with GM, my 401k outside of GM, and this other little small fund that I have for emergency situations, I've lost over forty-seven thousand dollars in the last four years. Yep. I was literally up. Yeah. All right. And I lost forty-seven thousand. I lost but, about thirty grand, mm-hmm. I think, in mine during that little during COVID dip we had. Yeah. yeah. I think it has gone up a little bit. Right since, before we went but, out, I lost almost thirty grand. Yeah. Which was insane. Yeah. For my, my mom had to work an extra five years before she retired because oh wait. Mm. It was I graduated 2011. So I mean she was set to retire right around that time. Nope. Lost probably hundreds of thousands. And she worked an extra five years, did like 42 years at GM up in, up in management. And his had, mom had to. was the assistant to the plant manager. No, no. She was the chief executive plant manager's assistant secretary. Oh, secretary. Like, okay. so weird, she like, weird title, but like the lady that basically just ran his life and like, here's everything you have to do for the day. Yeah. Organize all your shit, meetings, yeah. fucking dentist appointments, like kids <laughs> school, like all this shit. So Lily, the guy is so busy. He's like, I had no idea what to do with regular life. Lily <laughs> She's just like, I got you yeah. for my, for my generation X it's Lily Tomlin in nine to five. If you guys, you guys have no idea what the hell I'm talking about. Nope. But <laughs> Lily Tomlin, my head, like, yeah. Mr. Hart was the egotistical, sexistical, lying, hypocritical, bigot boss of okay. his company. Lily Tomlin was his right-hand lady who literally ran the company. And basically when the head honcho came down, Lily Tomlin saved him by literally walking with the head honcho throughout the entire organization. <laughs> mm-hmm. And and the boss was actually, he was standing behind her walking through. You got to watch it. Nine to five. Dolly That's Parton. What's Dolly funny? Tomlin, you Jane say Fonda. that. She, so she worked for LGR and LDT did like Mondays, Wednesdays at LGR, Tuesdays, Thursdays, LDT, Friday, half day, wherever they need her. Right. Yeah. When she retired, they had no idea what she did. They're like, um, two months later, like <laughs> the lady no. that replaced her, they're like, can you come back in and train her and tell her what to do? Cause she, we don't have an idea. There was like, no job description. <laughs> you just made shit happen that like no one knew how to do. And then no one did it for 40 fucking years. So <laughs> she came back in two months later, trained this girl for a month. They didn't even pay her. They didn't pay my mom at all. And she was just like, I just did 40 plus years with you guys like flawlessly, like since I was 18 years old and they, they didn't give a shit. Didn't pay her. Nope. See, and there's nothing you can do about that, really. Nothing. I mean, there's not that this is where as much as I began to hate the union, uh, and the reason why I I hated it wasn't the locals, it was it was the people at the top because yeah. of what had happened from the time they got into bed with management all the way until mm-hmm. the closing. There were so many plants to close. I, I don't want to say the closing of Lordstown and make it seem like oh, oh it was us, because we seen it. <clears throat> we seen it the whole time Lordstown was open. We we housed like I told you, like 15 different plants that yeah. closed. Um, but, but over time it, it's, it's why I began. And then, you know, when you have the head honchos come down to Lordstown and they're with you in a big group and they're telling you it's, it, we're doing everything we can to make sure this place stays viable, stays open. It's Lordstown or no contract 
Why would you even say that to us? Mm. Those were his exact words. Wow. Terry Dittis. Terry Dittis okay. is what he said. The vice president of the IUAW. No, no Lordstown, no contract. Exact words, quote, unquote. Wow. Right? Or quote, end quote, not unquote, <laughs> quote, end quote. And literally, literally lied because contract, but no Lordstown. We did, he, what he said to our shop chairman, we did everything that we could our power well we get that but why would you say that to yeah. all the people i mean were you just trying to you know look tough or, or what were you trying to do there was he a part of the scandals um allegedly <laughs> allegedly no allegedly his name was not mentioned he was mm -hmm. investigated but he retired he retired oh, okay. so who was the other president guy that got gary that? jones Dennis oh, Williams. What? I don't think it was I Rich Rankin. I can keep going. It's it's. <laughs> he reminded me of Terry Hanks, Sundance. <laughs> he, like, that that's what his look. I don't know. Like, I met him during the first like couple of days of orientation. He came into like the six oh two. Oh, morning. did he really? I don't yeah. know. I don't know. It's a shame. His name. I'm gonna tell you why it's a shame. I can't tell you how many good union leaders I've met in my time since I've been at Lord Sun ninety three all the way till right now, from a local level even further up um our union president for local for local 1112 back at lordstown was david green outstanding outstanding human being my opinion outstanding human being he's a regional director now um so he's up there and i say good move i mean that mm -hmm. that's a big move um at one point the vice president was tim o'hara and i i mean i knew tim personally for quite some time. I still know him. I, I still know Tim personally <laughs> for quite some time. He's, I think he's still, I, I think he's still in charge of the retirees back at Lordstown. If I'm not mistaken, maybe not because now they still he's, have a local there. Well, they, they do have a local because now they, I believe they're in the battery plant oh. and they still have the retirees back there. So I thought know, that wasn't UAW yet. Um, the battery plants. I, they, they, I thought they voted locally on that. Um, and and the uaw is in there i might be wrong but but the hall is still open retire they still have stuff there all the time um and like i said tom elias um who is uh I, tom elias is like uh um so dorothy met the scarecrow in wizard of oz it was like the first one she met that's me tom elias <laughs> is the first guy that i began to understand what an auto worker's mentality is mm. and he he retired as the benefits rep at lordstown I still stay in touch with him from time to time. But I mean, uh, Jim Graham, John Crook, Joe Perry, Al Ali. Th these are guys that, you know, and then uh, the shop chairman now at Spring Hill, Jason Spain. Uh, Jason's like right around my time in terms of higher ends. Uh, it, these are just good guys that fight for, for what they believe in. And it was a shame to see that these people at the international level basically made them look bad. And, you know, mm -hmm. we got some guys here at 602. Uh, in Delta, I did. I genuinely like these what guys. What is what is your opinion? <laughs> Since you came from another plant and you have the experience with a different local, what yeah. is what is your opinion on the difference and how it is here at Delta? I'm, I'm gonna. I, I'm always. I'm very. I'm very transparent about this when it comes to to union. The union. The differences. I think every union local is going to be different because everyone has different problems. I mean, it's the same. I'll tell you guys this. I, I tell everybody from Lordstown this all the time. If you blindfolded yourself and I let you loose in the Delta plant, you would think you were in Lordstown. <laughs> the people, I, it's, it's the same, it's the same mentality, the same thing. 
The union officials are a little bit different. And this, I'm going to tell you right now, this may be what got us into maybe a little bit of hot water back in the day. We fought like cats and dogs. Like we just fought like cats and dogs. We didn't put up with shit from anybody. And, and that was just, you know, if you, people would say Lordstown and then when they would, Oh boy, you know, Lordstown, <laughs> we know what you got, you guys, you know, you, you fight about everything. And we did like when it came to rider, when it came to material jobs mm -hmm. and it, we just would not do it, we wouldn't do it. And I think maybe it was part of our demise in the long run. Maybe I don't know that for a fact, but maybe that was where they said, you know what, we're, we're, we're done dealing with this local and, and we got to come up with a plan. And they came up with a plan that as illegal as it was made it look, you know, staged it perfectly. And we you know we've been in arbitration now for five years mm -hmm. going on 20 by the time we figure out what, you know, what's going to happen there. But uh, because they did close the plan illegally, but I, I really believe I don't, no, because I talked to everybody else, people that are at Wentzville, people that are at Arlington, people in Spring Hill, Bowling Green. I'm not just saying this. I don't think we have the fighters that we had in Lordstown. We just yeah. don't. And, and and that could be a bad thing, maybe. Meaning for us. Mm. Maybe that's a good thing. You know what I mean? For for Lansing Delta. I think so. And, and it's not me saying, it's not me saying these guys. You're talking about for longevity of of the factory of like agreeing with stuff just to okay let's just push it along like right not everybody's gonna like I, it I but hate, hey we kind of need I to hate do this to see like that, that. I, I hate to see that I hope that's not the case I just don't know that I, I just see a different mentality and I got to got to remember this I know the guys from Lordstown personally mm -hmm. a lot better where the guys up here it's just like hey what's going on how you doing right um i don't know everybody that well except you know hey what's up how you doing but as far as like the membership did you see like were were people in, in lordstown more i guess like uaw like 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 were they i don't i don't know how to word it but like were they more patriotic towards the uaw in a sense like because I, I feel like Have here more at, solidarity maybe? so more solidarity like here in lansing i feel like there's a huge disconnect and i mean i feel that way too with the local union i, I feel i'm I feel, not in with anybody from there no i'm uh, just a freaking ghost in their eyes they have no fucking they might know me they just because i they definitely know you they're not like hey boys let's hang out and do some uaw stuff no one's ever contacted me about that shit you guys want to let me know like i'll be down you can try it out <laughs> i guess give I me tony m's to, yeah. yeah yeah tony yeah that, that's like the that's like the the unicorn tony yeah dude I don't know how they do. give me make me be a runner i'll be a runner tony m's is like where everybody wants to get to i don't know if it's the breakfast pizza i don't know what it is but it, when you from what you were just saying it's it's hard to just point out lordstown without pointing out youngstown so if you if you think Youngstown, Ohio, Youngstown, Ohio is a different mentality. It's it's a it's a it's a fighting town. It, it's mm. it's just we always have felt like we have to fight for everything. Italians. And Italians, Greeks, Polacks, it doesn't matter. Latino, black, white, uh, people with eight fingers and two toes, people with <laughs> only yeah. one nostril and three ears. It doesn't matter. It, it's 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 where are you from, Youngstown? I, I'm not kidding you. The first, there's people that I met up here and they're saying, you're from Youngstown. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. we've, we, you know, somebody heard a podcast about the mob in Youngstown back mm. in the day. So okay. automatically I'm a member of the mob. You know, what's kind of scary. Every, everybody, 
everybody in the podcast that's being interviewed and talked to, I know them. Like that's how Youngstown is though. Wow. It's, it's, it's a very tight knit community. Um, we've been up again. We've had our backs against the wall since day one. We're constantly pointed out as the, the bastard child of Ohio basically. Mm -hmm. And so there's a chip on our shoulder all the time. And, and so we have this fighting mentality that's just inbred in us. I mean, this is how we are. And, and so over there. Yep. Oh, yeah. Okay. And so when, when you go to Lordstown, you it's Youngstown, it's it, Lordstown, just a suburb of Youngstown Warren. Well, yeah, right. dude, they're right in the middle of Pittsburgh and Cleveland. Right, of course right. they are. <laughs> and that is I wouldn't it. expect nothing less. <laughs> what he just said is exactly right when it comes to La Cosa Nostra and, and, the, and the mob. It was the Cleveland faction and the Pittsburgh faction always fighting. And mm -hmm. Youngstown was the right. the meeting spot. And there were the families. And listen, um, what's the name of the podcast? Uh, oh, my goodness. I can't think of the name of the podcast where they talk all about it. Um, Crooked City. Look up Crooked City podcast, Youngstown, Ohio, and listen to the, it's about 12 shows, 12 episodes. Mm -hmm. And it's literally, it's a fact. Everything they talk about in there is 100% true. Wow. And, and so that's where we came from. So that mentality carries into Lordstown because those are the people that are there. Mm -hmm. And it's always this, we're always, we always feel like we're being done wrong. And I think maybe sometimes that comes back to bite you. So that might be the difference. I think people in Lansing are a little more laid back than they are in Lordstown. And maybe that was our, maybe that was our demise. I don't know. Uh, if you put us all back in Lordstown, I could tell you this, we're going to do the same exact thing we did the first time. <laughs> it's just who we are. It's our personality. Right. See, and, I feel, and, I feel like that way, what you guys are explaining, how you guys are like over there here <clears throat> for me, at least. Cause I feel like Lansing doesn't get anything. Like it's always like Grand Rapids. It's Detroit. It's, even could be Flint or wherever, right, Kalamazoo. Right. Like, I feel like we don't have anything. Yes, we have MSU, we have LCC, we have state jobs, we have GM. Where is like entertainment besides a couple little things here and there that are kind of just like basic, normal things everybody has? Where's our like specific niche of like, you can go to Lansing for this, mm -hmm. you know, and do this for like a good time, good weekend getaway type, especially like, for a capital city. Yeah, for a capital city. Right. Right in the center. Right. I don't, I just, I don't, don't know. Capital city, we never you have the university that? here. Mm -hmm. I mean, like I'll tell you guys this Columbus is Columbus is sweet. Is probably the best place in Ohio. Yeah. You got Cle a lot of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Cleveland is not Columbus. They yeah. have that, uh, comedy club there. Yeah. Um, uh, what is it? West or no. Um, what's that area called? There's like a mall. There's like an outdoor um, mall, indoor mall. It's oh. so nice. I don't know. I can't. I, can't, I don't know. I know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. that's all I got. I, 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 <laughs> but it's uh, right up the street from Ohio, uh, Ohio State. Uh, on High Street? Is it on High Street I have or no is idea. it? Okay. Um, I couldn't tell you. I'm not from there. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not either. That's a. You, you, um, jeez. I used to, my buddy played baseball for Ohio State. Oh. Um, went down to Ohio State, got drafted by the Twins, played all the way up through Double A ball. But when he was at Ohio State, I mean, I was there a lot. Yeah. You know, I was yeah. there a lot and. And that was way back in the 80s, early 90s. Now my cousins uh, live down there. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm down there every now and then. And it's just Columbus is, it's literally three times bigger than Lansing. Oh, yeah. I would easy. say. I would say. But, and comparable prices, too, honestly. Yeah. Like, housing market-wise, like yeah. it's very comparable. Yeah. Um, I would say Cleveland, Cleveland is not, it's okay. Uh, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh's awesome. 
if you're looking for nightlife and, and, and Pittsburgh, it, it kind of reminds you of Gotham City. It looks yeah. just like Gotham City at night. It, it's pretty cool. The nightlife is really cool. The entertainment, really cool. There's just a lot to do in Pittsburgh. There's a lot going on in Pittsburgh. Definitely a happening town. And that was a steel mill town mm -hmm. that was able to transform itself once the steel mills went away. Yep. Youngstown was the second largest steel mill town in North America. Wow. When the steel mills went away, it really? was not able to transform itself. And people blame, you know, they blame what, what is Pittsburgh known for now then? Uh, it's it's just a huge metropolitan area. I mean, wow. it's known for everything. It's got a it's got a, you name it. I mean, it just has everything. It's literally not a huge city, but it's it's kind of like Charlotte. If you've ever been to Charlotte, yep, North Carolina, yeah, yep. it's not like a huge city, yep. but there's just so much going on within what they have. Okay. Wow, it's just it's crazy. Yeah, it was um, Easton Town Center. Okay, yeah, okay, they, okay. It's, that. That's a sweet place. They have like an indoor mall. They have an outdoor mall. Um, they have the comedy club there. Like you can meet, I've met comedians there, like, uh, Mark Norman, mm -hmm. I met him there. It was pretty cool. Um, yeah, there's a lot happening in that area. Yeah. I just saw yeah. you met, uh, Kennedy Jr. The other day. Yeah. How, yeah. how was that? Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was actually at strike duty and I seen that he was coming to Lansing and it was like a free RSVP thing. So I was mm -hmm. like, why not? Which, yeah. I didn't even know he was coming here. Which yeah. Kennedy? Kennedy that's running for RFK. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah, wow. That was a cool experience. I met a, a Republican senator who's running here in Michigan uh, against uh, Alyssa Slocken. So he he agreed to do the podcast. So I got to actually nice. reach out to him and schedule it. But yeah. So you're going to get to have somebody on here where everybody tells you they're not going to listen to you anymore Probably. because they're mad at his Yeah, ideas. how dare Probably. you? I don't you're even conforming care. Conforming to the Republican Party. Can cancel <laughs> culture, man. That's know, the thing. Like I talk about this all the time, but Republicans are always willing to do the podcast. They're always willing to talk. Yeah. It's the liberal extreme liberal people that don't want to that is pretty factual i would say it, it is factual in my yeah. experience with inviting liberal people on the podcast yeah. they'll i've had them agree to it but then they back off yeah and i don't know if it's because maybe they watched a, an interview with a republican and they're like oh, i don't want to be put out there like that mm -hmm. well why know. wouldn't they want to come on and give their side of the story right from, i don't know from their right. side like of the debate i don't know answer questions that we're wondering Right. Well, I mean, so for some some politicians, like, for instance, I interviewed a guy I actually just released an episode today with a guy that I interviewed who's running for city council. Not that big of a, of a position, but here in Lansing, mm -hmm. um, did one episode with him uh, and I got a crap ton of backlash. I think I told you about yeah, it. Yeah. And so he came back on the podcast. Well, before he came back on the second time, I invited his opponent to come on, who's already in that position. An hour before the podcast, he canceled on me. And I'm like set up for it and everything. I'm just waiting for him. And he just canceled. And then it comes out and we talk about it on this, this podcast that I released today that he had skeletons in his closet. Like he doesn't, he doesn't like to attack his opponents. Um, but come to find out he had a, a, like a hit and run. He hit somebody in Eaton County and then ran and then spent a year in jail for it. And then, really, yeah, it's wild. And then, um, and then he owed like $13,000 and never paid it. It's like, oh, okay. I see why you don't want to talk about it. Talk about anything. Mm -hmm. So, wow. Eaton, Eaton, Eaton Town Center, Eaton County. That so that's where. The, no, 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 no. The the mall in Columbus. Easton, Easton, something. Easton, yeah. not Beachwood Town Center. Beachwood is in uh, the Cleveland area. I think that's what she was asking oh, okay. when you were talking about Columbus. Yeah, no, I <laughs> highly recommend the Easton Town Center. I, we've gone there a few times. They have really nice stores and. 
it's high end. But. Did you guys ever hear about that thing they were trying to build? I can't remember the name of it, but it was supposed to be like Disney World times five or ten or something. It was supposed to be like literally yeah. anything and everything you can imagine right outside Columbus. Yeah. It was what? supposed to be within a 200-mile radius that had the most populated people of the entire country. That's why they were chose right there. But it was good land. It was like, you know, perfect price, that kind of stuff. Can't remember the name of it. I don't. I think it got canceled or the funds didn't go through. Oh, they had a whole plan, and it was supposed to be like the coolest place to go to. And they just, I'm, no one I'm, I'm getting too old. I can't. I can't keep all this information in my brain. <laughs> this this you're was lucky, years ago. You're lucky. Yeah. I remember that a million seconds is eleven days. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that. Neither did I until somebody posted it. I thought it was like Oasis or some like. Oh really? Maybe I don't know if it was that or not, but it was something like, you know futuristic sounding but like oh. if they would have made that that'd been cool I don't know. maybe it'll pop up maybe it won't yeah planet oasis yes. ohio is investing two billion in the park project detroit free press reported it will be built in on 350 acres of land in sanbury or sunbury or for or about four times the current size of disneyland holy yes God. i'm saying it's still cool. that's still it's still a project or it's this was years ago when i read uh, that i had heard they just Maybe postponed it. Yeah, maybe I don't know. They, yeah, no, it's, it says the biggest new amusement park in Ohio to open soon. No shit. So that was uh, March of 2023. Uh, okay, yeah. I have literally, that's the first time I'm hearing this. Yeah, it's going to have literally anything you can imagine. Wow. I'll tell my kids that. Like every <laughs> entertainment <laughs> aspect of you could think of, it's going to have crazy. apparently what it's had. Jeez. I'm that, going. Is, that is crazy. So that's where we're at. That's where we're at. I don't, I don't. It's, it's where we're at in politics. That's where we're at. We didn't even talk about exercise today. We'll no, we didn't. <laughs> how's I've the, been exercising. How's the tree service treating you? He's, he's Dude, been cutting trees. I have been busting my ass. Like, <laughs> I don't think he realized like some UAW workers actually fucking work hard because <laughs> he like, you know, they obviously I'm the groundsman. I'm the new guy. Like I'm going to do the like the little bitch work. They're getting and, mad at they're get, the tree guys are getting mad at him. They're like, look at this guy. Well, I'm <laughs> over there like humping logs. They're like, oh, we don't do that. We use the skid steer. I'm like, I got it. <laughs> I'll just be hauling these big ass logs. Like, this is my workout, man. I like this. Yeah, like, this don't is good. stop the line. Keep don't stop the line. Yeah. When I uh, worked for Wright's Tree Service, I, I think I did that for like six months. I did it two different times on and off. But um, every guy that I worked with was jacked. Yeah, I every guy. It. Yeah, and most of them would climb trees, and most of them went to prison. So really? they had that prison body. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't been in prison yet. <laughs> I don't have that prison. Body. I, really, I was driving through Jackson and Jackson. I don't know if you've ever, ever been, but there's prisons on both sides of the road. And as we're driving through the guy that's driving the vehicles, like I've stayed in that bunker. I've stayed in that bunker and both sides of the road. I've stayed in that one. I'm like looking at him like, <laughs> what'd you do? And he's like, I stabbed a cop with his handcuff. Oh my God. <laughs> like, he didn't oh have no problem telling you. No. I don't no, know. he was a nice guy. I, I only had one. I've only had one, one memory of cutting a tree down. And it was me and my buddy who was my roommate back then. Uh, when I first started working at GM, I was still temp back then. So we go up to where he's from the Cleveland area and we're going to cut a tree down in his neighbors and trees huge. And it's, it's me, him and his neighbor. My buddy goes up in the tree with a, with a chainsaw. <laughs> I mean, I, I already see this is going to be an entire weekend. It's just us three. And he starts cutting branches while he's tying a rope around the branch. And mm -hmm. then we're tying the rope around our waist. <laughs> and we got the gloves on. We got the proper. And we're supposed to lower each branch down uh, as he's cutting it. Yeah, I did that a whole bunch last so, week. So what we weren't anticipating was the weight of the <laughs> branch. I'm up front and I'm holding. I don't wrap the rope around my waist. His neighbor does. 
all the way around like five times. Oh man. We start to lower the branch. This thing's got to be 500 pounds and I'm trying like with everything to hang on. I, I can't, I let go. His neighbor lets go. <laughs> Dude, and all I heard was that, <laughs> that like the, the rope going around and I see his neighbor jumping up in the air and running. And I had to run to the side of the house because I was laughing so hard. <laughs> His neighbor pulls up his shirt. He's got literally oh, yeah. a perfect oh, yeah. <laughs> circle of red whip. I mean, like rash yep. oh, all man. the way around him. It, the, the sound itself made me laugh I, I, I <laughs> because I could picture it and, and just watching him run around the yard, jumping around. And I, I felt bad because I'm laughing. That's the only thing. That's the only story I have. Oh. I, don't even, I, I bet you there's still still scars on his neighbor <laughs> right. to this day. I've, I've never actually done like full-on tree work as well like little small stuff when i was a kid you know helping out my dad clearing brush and like small trees yeah but i mean this guy that i'm working with he he gets up there within a couple minutes of parking the truck and you know boom trucks up getting way up there cutting off big yeah. huge chunks mm. just he, he's got it down he knows exactly what he's yeah. doing he's he's good and cutting we, we trees like five different jobs just today house tree, to house tree work is hard it's i'm gonna tell hard. you oh, yeah. what it's it not really hard good work it's gotten so there's a huge pine tree in my backyard it's right on my 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 yard and my neighbor's yard's border and we were going to get it cut down a long time ago i don't remember what happened and this huge pine tree this thing's got to be over 100 feet Oof. it was going to be 500 dollars to cut this thing down mm -hmm. that was about 10 years ago now 1380 dollars oh, yeah i believe to that. get it cut down <laughs> i bet you the house the tree that i have in front of my yard is probably like 2500 Maybe I mean, even more just because of how big it is. And, yeah. you know, you got to, when it's hanging over the house, you got to get up there. You got to tie Piece it off. It like up. You're saying rope it up and then, okay, lower it down. Cause you don't want to just crush a freaking roof. Yeah. But yeah, there's, there's actually like a science to it. that I never yeah. really got to see. Yeah. It's yeah. pretty cool. I'm definitely not going to be helping with that tree though. I can tell you that. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm scarred after the last, after the first event. So, <laughs> well but, guys, this was a lot of fun. We're an hour and 30 minutes in say so we were, we're we're i told you last week i said this is getting longer and longer and longer <laughs> for sure but i don't mind it. it's fun yeah. maybe we'll start the next one off with exercise yeah we'll definitely do that yeah because we didn't do that this time and do it again next yeah. wednesday i'll yeah. try to be on time this time yeah. <laughs> i mean i don't see why i won't be here i gotta be here anyway <laughs> unless unless you never know i don't know we is might this, be back to work monday your strike duty wednesday wednesday yeah okay yeah 12 to 4. 12 to 4 at Canal and Davis were mm -hmm. the bastard children. They're not, we don't have snacks. We don't have, <laughs> the sun was only out for 50% of the day. Tony M's was like, a, like, like the heavens were opened up. <laughs> hey, dude, we got fires now. I'm happy about we that. Do. Yeah, we do. I was, I was the one keeping the fire going last time. Like, yep, this is my calling. <laughs> so wait, what, what time are you working? I'm 4 a.m. to 8 a.m. at BW. Oh, okay. Okay. Horrible. Yep. Yeah, where's the park? Oh, it's on the side. Yeah. The, yeah. I have yeah, to like yeah. park usually on the, like, the, on the road. Okay. Yeah, because if, everybody's parked there from their ship before i'm in front of them that's all taken up way at the and end then i'm way at the end yep. the first cone is always weird. i go yeah. home that way the first cone when you turn is always crushed oh yeah come by just they don't give a shit yeah. so all right all right cool well thanks guys yeah. uh see everybody again next week yeah we'll be here oh i got so quiet